When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Cinema Vino is brought to you by Audible. Do you want to take a deeper dive into what you love? I'm a Beatles fanatic, and I love to hear Alfred Molina read Bob Spitz's biography about the world's greatest rock band. Spitz's writing is crisp and easy to follow, and his exhaustive research puts you in the room for key moments in Beatle history. Todd, have you ever heard of a book series called Dune? I've heard vaguely do, of do it. Do you know how many sequels there are? There's like... 10 or 20,000. There are a lot. With Audible, you gain access to these plus thousands of audiobooks and podcasts across a wide variety of genres. Pretty awesome. Uh, you can download or access all the titles you want, plus keep one title per month. Download the Audible app and you can listen at home, in the car, or pretty much anywhere life takes you. Sign up for a free 30-day trial to experience all the perks of membership, plus receive a free title just for signing up. Visit audibletrial.com slash cinemavino to get your free 30-day trial. That's audibletrial.com slash cinemavino. And welcome back. You meow instead of a bitch. Cinema meow vino. You can meow anything if you're brave enough. I know, exactly. Uh, Put that on a t-shirt. This is going to be a mini pod about uh, House of the Dragon. And let's make this really mini. Um, Episode two uh, definitely continues the story. It's like, so basically it's like settling in after the pilot episode, the premiere, kind of establishing more of the conflict in the Targaryen house, which is basically the War of the Roses in Game of Thrones land. Um, You see a little more of the power vacuum forming and who is going to fill that um, Prince Viserys. Is or King Viserys? King Viserys, King Viserys. Yeah. Prince Viserys, is being urged to marry, and kind of cringy choice of yeah. bride. It is his. Carlos wasn't really much of a choice. It was more of a option given to him. Yeah, yeah. It's his cousin's kid, cousin's daughter. Yeah. So it'd be like a cousin yeah, once cousin? removed. Yeah. yeah, first cousin who's twelve. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Damon, played by Matt Smith, steals a dragon egg and. Uh, Dreamfire's Dragon Age. I wish we saw him slinking in there. I know. Oh, that would have been cool. We just had one guy come in and just be like, excuse me. Sir. Yeah. Actually, if, if you had named the, the episode egg. Matt Smith slinking in there, like, <laughs> that, like, Twitter would have made exploded. the episode better. That's a, yeah. that's a ratings bonanza. Actually, yeah, I, I have noticed um, a lot of people have just, you know, Game of Thrones fans and Doctor Who fans are like exploding together. There's a lot of crossover new, there. Yeah. The worlds are colliding. I, yeah. I, I mean, like him. Matt cool. Damon's bringing all Matt, the girls and boys to Matt, the Matt Damon. Matt, Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Yeah, Matt Damon. Matt Smith. Yeah. Oh. Apologies to Matt Damon. Damon. Apologies, Matt Damon. Actually, he played a killer. Oh, I would he'd love be Matt Damon. Damon. Yeah, he'd be a great Targaryen. Golly. Yeah, son of a bitch. I still want to see him as who's he playing Loki and all the yeah. Ragnarok. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. yeah, Just spot on. B roll Loki. <laughs> Hashtag. Um, so, what are our thoughts on this episode? Travel. We'll start with you. Yeah, um, I I enjoyed it. Like I I need more dragons in it, but uh, um, Matt Smith's dragon Varaxes, and then there's Cyrax. Or I really like the the showdown on the bridge where uh, Rhaenyra 
shows up and you know to to quell the hot-blooded uh, confrontation that was going on there. But I do really like the subtle nod of just like, okay, you're here to get back to Dragon Egg. Well, where's your dragon? And then all of a sudden, Rhaenyra shows up, and she's obviously channeling Daenerys very yes. well. Mm-hmm. And um, a lot of of what's on House of Dragon is, is being pulled a lot on the back, obviously, of Game of Thrones. Yeah. Um, we know what's going to happen, but it is still nice to see on prequels, like, how they got there. Like, they, you know, Game of Thrones has a lot of history, and they always refer back to other stories, and it, it's nice to see to see them come to life, because, obviously, history is written by the victors, so you don't get the full story or like the full spectrum, but it's it's lovely to go back and get more fleshed out and more uh, flesh out the characters more. Yeah. Um. So that that was my favorite part. Um. I know they're going to be going after the crab feeder in the next episode, but mm-hmm. like, which is like I, the worst Batman villain. Yeah. yeah. That's a, that's a terrible <laughs> crab name. feeder. I no, I'm crab feeder. There was a guy in my fraternity house with that nickname. I fail to see how Boy. some of these dudes are going to be a threat. <laughs> against a house that basically has 10 dragons, dragons even yeah. if it's only like uh you know matt smith going after him with his one dragon who like i i, I saw this online is that his dragon veraxes or veraxes whatever is called the blood worm because he's red red like, and I looks like, like that's a worm. awesome yeah. yeah it's great um matt smith did great as per usual i i like the fact that the throne keeps fucking up the king because I guess that's a part of the story as well is that like the iron throne will attack people. It doesn't think that's worthy of having it. So I like the weird low level magic stuff that they shoehorn in there. Pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's, like, it's like it's giving him like, it's almost eating like him alive. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. They always said that the throne was always going to be uncomfortable for whoever sits in it. Yeah. Like, that's the whole yeah. premise. You know, it's melted down swords. What's weird is that we never saw the throne do that to Joffrey though. It, like as far as I know, unless they yada yada it is over. That, is that it? confirmed in the books though? That that's like, the I don't throne remember is, that in the book. Slightly evil. Cause I have a slight theory based on absolutely nothing but you know how in the first episode we see Damon on the throne yeah and Rhaenyra comes in and is like you shouldn't be on the throne my father would have you hang mm. whatever oh yeah what if he did something on the little uh oh, little, yeah. little pinky spot oh yeah I mean it's infected oh, now right yeah. like yeah. it could have been a real subtle like I'm just gonna rub some dead fish on here yeah. like yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know <laughs> a little tetanus yeah, yeah. Give, give him a little gangrene yeah, yeah. Could have been really easy to do. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just saying. I'm just. I'm just pointing stuff out. You know? Science back in those days. Mm-hmm. God, beautiful. <laughs> so beautiful. I I enjoyed it despite knowing what happens in the future about just this family tree. Like it's still fun to watch it unfold. Yeah. Tay, what what are your thoughts? Um, I even if I didn't even watch Game of Thrones, I think I would still like this. I do like the acting. I like the visual. I like the storyline. I think I mentioned last week that it was like, you know, I did see an article where I kind of know what's going to happen. But it was still, you were still into it. I think the acting's still really good. It does have sus- suspenseful scenes. Um, I still like it. I, I would, like you said, I would love to see more actions, but we got what, eight more episodes left. So I'm fine with it. Um, even, even with the prequel, going back to even Obi Wan, I think there was just, and I know that Game of Thrones, all the books and everything, but there was so much Star Wars that it was kind of like, Obi-Wan kind of was like, oh, come on, man, really? Yeah. But this one I'm kind of a little more into, and I don't even know why. I wish I could explain why I'm into this one as a prequel, but 
I, I will say this. It's mainly the acting and everyone, even the very end scene when he's like um, the Valerian dude. Uh, what's Corliss. It? Corliss, yeah. yeah. When he's talking to Damon, it's like, what you knew was going to be Damon as he was panning around. Mm-hmm. But it was just really great acting right there. And he was like, hey, I can spoke ill, Ill of my brother. You cannot. And I was like, man... Fuck this film! It was like I was like I wish they would show more action, but damn, it's good acting. So <laughs> yeah. like that's where I'm at right now. It's like I like it. I hope something. Obviously, we're gonna see bigger stuff, but I'm I'm kind of all in on it right now. Yeah, honestly, yeah. if this only gets you to go back and watch a few Doctor Who episodes, I'm cool with that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Sean. Um, yeah, I mean, this was kind of a connective tissue episode, right? Everything was sort of a little bit slower. It's a lot of dialogue, a lot of backdoor you know, one-on-one conversations. I like that we got to see like some of Damon's vulnerabilities where he's clearly kind of acting out as like a bit of a petulant child. Like he's like, I'm going to be wed and my wife is with child. And yeah. as soon as they get there, he's like, JK, she's like, you yeah. told them that we were going to marry tomorrow and that I'm pregnant. Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. What if the king had showed up and be like, sweet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, where's the wedding? I'm, yeah. I, I almost thought that was going to happen. I yeah. thought he was going to show up and be like, oh yeah, my brother's getting married. Yeah. I got, I got this boar in the back. Yeah. And I was I, like, uh, <laughs> let's, let's get this party yeah. started. Yeah. I thought Rhaenyra was going to be like, okay, thank you for the egg. I'll stay for your wedding. And calls bluff. Yeah. 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 I mean, it was just, it, it was interesting to see the character kind of develop that way. Cause Obviously, he's not going anywhere. Um, so it'll be interesting to see just sort of where they take that character and how they kind of like keep breaking down those vulnerabilities. If that's going to be something that's going to play a bigger part into, you know, where they take the character next. Um, as far as Rhaenyra goes, I think seeing her having to watch her father like mm-hmm. court a 12 year old <laughs> was weird. Yeah. Uh, to say the least. But that was a great speech up there, though, that Rhaenyra's and Rhaenyra getting to talk. Mm hmm. Yeah, yeah, kind of the, like, they'll never... You think they'll ever accept you as queen? They had their chance to accept a queen. It was good. It was a good little little dialogue piece, but the episode didn't really do it for me. It was just kind of kind of slow, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. But... Kind of a bridge episode. Yeah. yeah. I mean, entertaining still? Uh, I, I don't think the political intrigue was as captivating as Game of Thrones was, but I also think that this series is trying to pull so much more out of way less material. Yeah. Like the book oh, yeah. for this is maybe like a sixth of what game of Thrones was like the first book of game of Thrones. So yeah, are there two books of fire and blood? I think that's, it's three books that are uh, like short stories all in one book that total is less than game of Thrones. Yeah. So I, fire and blood itself like this, this season is based off fire and blood. Right. And that's a very short story. Less than a thousand pages? Less than Oh my god. Less than like less than a hundred pages, I okay. think. Maybe like a hundred and twenty pages. Damn. I don't oh, know. Listen three? to it on Audible. Um Damn. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, oh. I, no, I think they're trying to extract a lot out of not a lot of source material. And that's what concerns me with this show going forward, is I think they're gonna insert themselves a lot. See, I would like it if they did three seasons like the BBC normally does three seasons and then they're out. They they don't have cash for syndication. Or they right. don't, they get don't money do for syndication. syndication. Yeah. So if they would just do three seasons of this and then be like, peace, and then do another part of the timeline, I still want to see A Thousand Nights. And then they also talked about doing, um, I guess, Nymeria and her thousand ships or something. If they hopped around and gave us like, like BTS, like behind the scenes Game of Thrones, 
I'd be down with that. Like yeah. just a few seasons at a time. I, I kind of disagree because I feel like the appeal of this season is that they have a set amount of source material that beginning and an end that they're going to hit. Yep. And I don't want to, I've seen what it looks like when they go off script and it is not good. Well, but I would do like Duncan egg. Yeah. Duncan egg. That's part of the same like fire. Oh, is that blood, part of like, fire blood? Yeah. That's one oh, of the, shit. one of the stories in the fire. Okay. Got gotcha. mm, That's kind of cool. Yeah. I didn't know that. Waff, what did you think? I enjoyed it. Um, like you said, a lot of parallels to Game of Thrones, and I'm sure they're doing it on purpose. Like the early episodes of Game of Thrones had the dragon eggs. This one has the dragon eggs. I mean, it, that Daenerys is like same deal, kind of coming into her power, and those in early Game of Thrones, just like Rhaenyra is in this one. Um, and yeah, I mean, you have uh, basically a villain that you don't know if he's like Jamie uh, Lannister in that one. I feel is like Damon in this one. Where it's like you don't know if he's going to be a villain or an mm-hmm. antihero. You can't. Yeah. Like I say, you don't know where the character's going to go. Well, that's kind of the thing with Targaryens, right? It's like when a Targaryen is born, you flip a coin. Mm-hmm. They're either oh, that's right. They're either mad or they're like great. Yeah. yeah. So I, we get to really dive into that. Yeah, and it's like with Sirius, I'm not sure where he falls in that category. If he is a rare like middle ground of just you know, I don't know if he's if he's equal to the the throne. Like no, if if he he's seems a, like a he's a bitch vanilla paste Targaryen. Yeah, yeah. He he seems like a watered down Targaryen. So, but I mean, in a way that reflects like Europe and the Renaissance where they had the, the Habsburgs and the, the, the Medici's and all these like inbred families where it's like the, the inbreeding eventually comes back to haunt them. You know? Yeah. Well, I know, I, I, I hope we get like a little bit of backstory because uh, I guess he was the last writer of Balerion the Black Dread, who's the largest dragon that's ever been, you know, recorded at least, um, uh, outside of, I guess, old Valyria, but he was only bonded to Valerian for like a year before Valerian died of maybe old age. I hope they go back and have, like, show him just being a really shitty dragon rider and then accidentally, like, oh, fuck, I accidentally <laughs> killed my <laughs> dragon. <Yeah. laughs> but he just had, you know. Can I, can I hit you with a quick incest fact? Ooh. Ooh, please. Here you go. I saw this today. Uh, Daenerys Targaryen's inbreeding coefficient is 0.375. Charles II, the last Spanish Habsburg, who was impotent, drooled, mentally disabled, and could barely walk, had a coefficient of 0. 0.254. Huh. Yeah. He was in bad shape. I remember hearing about and him. And Daenerys, da- Daenerys was like significantly more inbred than he was. Yeah. Huh. Just to give you an idea. Yeah. But, well, yeah. she had, you know, dragon blood. So. Well, yeah, that, that sure. Yeah. Throws you it know. off. But that's like the Habsburgs. They were, they were in bad shape toward the end of that. Yeah, they were they not looking good. Not good. Mm-hmm. But so what would you guys give at scale of 1 to 10? Uh, I give it a strong six and a half. I was going to say six. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, six. It's interesting. It's it's not as great as the best Game of Thrones episode yet. But the, what I'm looking out of this for out of this series is way more dragon on dragon action. Yeah. Like we're not going to get White Walkers. I'm, I want to see other maybe weird Game of Thrones things pop up. Crap uh, here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. If we can see a fucking Kraken or some bullshit, I don't know, a sea serpent. Uh, throw some I would settle there. for a sea serpent. Yeah. Just yeah. give me a normally large snake. Yeah. You know? Just a good sized boa. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I want to see like a miniature <laughs> kaiju battle of, you know, with dragons. I think that's what we all want. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's been another episode of Cinema Vino. It really has. We got Sean Jordan. Hey. Taylor Owen. That's me. Travis Bud. Meow, 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 meow. And my name's Todd. And uh, we will see you guys uh, next time. We're going to do a little uh, month of dealer's choice. We're going to do Demolition Man first, but then we're going to do our own picks for uh, our own movies, like dealer's choice movies. So should be good stuff. Oh, yeah. Winter is coming. Something's coming.
with the, with the bang. My sweet summer child. But we will see you guys next time. Bye. Be sure to listen, rate, and subscribe at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, CastBox, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Our website is at cinemavino.net, and reviews of these films can be found at toddwaffordmovies.com. mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.